Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. 720 WGN. It is Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we have the pleasure of having Howard Tolman on, usually minding Chicago's business. But, geez, Chicago, like every other city in America, is not concerned just with what's happening in our streets and with our city council, but around the world as well. Howard Tolman is a general managing partner with G2T3V. And, Howard, your article on Inc.com, <laughs> it talks about what is happening on college campuses and who you should avoid when trying to hire people who... Let me just read this and see, I want your take on this. Dimitri Morgan is an associate professor at Loyola University, Chicago. He studies campus issues. He said it was important to make a distinction between passionate student activism, part of a long tradition in the U.S. dating back to at least the civil rights and Vietnam War eras, and premeditated Violent threats from religious bigots who view the Middle East conflict as pretext to act on their hateful ideologies. Well, you know, I listen. I I think it's it's such a morass uh, that you know uh, it's impossible on any campus to figure out what's going on. And I think that uh, the the point of my article was that, you know, we're also in this wonderland where every single business, every single organization, every single school is trying to figure out, should they just keep their mouth shut um, or should they say something? And then if they decide to say something, you know, what is it that they can say that isn't going to bring down, you know, thunder from one end of the spectrum or another? And I thought that uh, surprisingly, considering how, you know, uh, conservative the giant law firms are in this country. It was pretty amazing that they uh, took it upon themselves to sort of warn the law schools and, frankly, all this, the prospective employees at all these places that uh, they they just weren't interested in bringing all of this strife and all of this argument and uh, performance into their organizations. And they, you know, I think that it was pretty wise of them to try and say, uh, you know, we're going to try to pay attention to taking care of business and the people we represent and everything else. And, uh, you know, we want you to be forewarned. And this this was really the point. I, you know, I think years ago, I remember somebody saying, and you'll appreciate this, uh, that, you know, when you're hiring, you don't want to hire the best person that you interview. You want to hire the best person for the job that you're trying to fill. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs are so excited about their vision that they think they can hire anybody and then they can uh, turn them into a Superman or a Superwoman. And, you know, the law firms, I think, are smart enough to know that, uh, you know, it's important to ride the horse in the direction uh, that he's headed or, you know, that uh, you can't really convince and change people these days. In fact, I think people are more closed-minded these days than they've ever been. And so the idea uh, of the law firm saying, here's how we're going to do business, here's our strategy, and here's how we think we should proceed is uh, pretty powerful in terms of what's going on out there. As an entrepreneur, the line that I liked in your article on Inc.com is you can explain a lot of things to people, but you can't understand for them. 
Boy, that's that's what's going on in every conversation. You know, I think I think that this this uh, Thanksgiving, you know, the mitts <laughs> yeah. that you use to take the turkey out of the oven, I think you're going to have to get like six more pairs. And I think you're going to have to equip Grandpa and Uncle Al and 12 other people around the table <laughs> with a set of mitts because I think it's going to be war. I think it's going to be just the craziest time because families are on both sides of these conversations. Kids are on both sides. Everyone is. And, you know, this is this can't be good. This can't possibly be good for our country. And yet... You know, every engine, whether it's TikTok or Facebook or you name it, that all that's happening is that these social media tools are fomenting more and more of this. I mean, people are just so stressed out and, and angry. It's it's really sad. Yeah, it's frustrating. It really is. And you're right. It's not an argument that you have just in the workplace. It does spill over into families. And if you've got kids coming home from the university for the holidays, you're going to be exposed to their point of view. And there's a darn good chance that it's not going to be yours. Well, I I think that uh, I think that's right. I think the other thing is that we're we have turned a corner. And I think that uh, businesses are, you know, we're just at the point, I think, where uh, businesses are understanding that they need to get people, but they want to get the right people and they don't want to beg people to come work for them and they don't want to try to convince them. And frankly, they want people that are hungry, people that want to work, you know, not people that come in and say, I'd like to work two days a week and, you know, I want to bring my whole self to work. This is, you know, the pendulum is swinging again. And I think that the colleges aren't doing uh, any favors to these kids to have them think that uh, they walk on water and that the world is waiting to, you know, pay them for the privilege of having them show up every once in a while. And it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a bumpy ride. I mean, unemployment is astonishingly low, uh, but I think businesses are going to be a lot pickier than they might've been, you know, two or three years ago. Do you think your parents' generation thought the same about you when you were at a university? You know, I I think that there's a there's a layer of anger and hatred and acting out that it's the same thing that I say about guns. You know, do do I think that uh, ten years ago there were gang fights or there were people that got beat up? Of course I do, but they got beat up with fists or maybe with sticks. Today, every thirteen year old has a gun. And that's why people are getting killed every single day. I mean, the carjackers are shooting people now. It's just, you know, it, it, the quality of all of these disputes has changed in so many ways. You know, there's, there's no one reluctant to say anti-Semitic things, no one reluctant to say things that are against gays or against religion. I mean, the gloves are off. And it's, you know, it's Trump has permitted everybody to crawl out from whatever under rug they were at and say anything, anything goes. And it's horrible. And that's why I think, you know, I don't know how we're going to ever get back to having rational conversations where you can listen to both sides of a discussion because it's become so emotional and so personalized that it's it's really sad. Well, and AI is going to continue to fuel the misinformation and and especially well, I, for with sure. images, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, for sure that. I mean, I think we're going into a year when every single candidate will uh, be dealing with the fact that there will be video 
showing that candidate saying whatever hateful thing, whatever embarrassing thing uh, that the opposition wants to put out there. And by the way, I don't even think it's not even fair to say this was put out by my opponent because the real beneficiaries of this are the Chinese, the Russians, the people who are just making our whole society blow up and, you know, sort of turn against each other. It's the circular firing squad. And, and, you know, I attribute that as much to outside influences as I do to the old, you know, dirty tricks of, you know, Nixon and his crew way back when, when you and I were children. But uh, it's, you know, it's, it's tough. And, you know, these people who say, well, I'm going to keep my kids away from it, or I'm going to, you know, not uh, fall for it or whatever. You know what? It's impossible. You know, right. you'll go into your kid's room and they'll be under the covers. And what are they doing? You know, they're on these devices 17 hours a day. You're right. I mean, you know, it's TikTok is eight times a day. Uh, an hour and a half to two hours is the average user. And you have to figure that if there are people who are 50 and 60, then there must be kids at the other end who are using it 14 hours a day. I mean, it's it's really frightening. Absolutely. Howard Tolman, thank you for joining us. All right. Talk to you soon, Lisa. His have article. A good Thanksgiving. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. I hope we'll talk Pretty before soon. then. <laughs> yeah. I hope so, too. Okay. <laughs> the name of the article is You Might Be Too Woke to Get Work. It is on Inc.com. Steve's News is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. And our conversation was sponsored by CareerVision.org. WGN.